Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Running Obstetrician Podcast. My name is Christopher Morosky, and I am the Running Obstetrician. In this episode, we will be continuing on an obstetrics topic. Obstetrics. As we press on with our review of the individual forceps in common use today, we will be discussing the Keelan forceps in this episode. The Keelan forceps are a specialty forceps, and they offer the experienced user many alternatives to handle unfavorable fetal head position, extension, and asyncretism, all resulting in poor descent. Keelan forceps are rotators, but can also be used as extractors. And as one of my previous teachers, Dr. Merwood Jones, instructed me, if you were stuck on an island with only one pair of forceps, you would want them to be Keelans. Dr. Christian Keelan of Oslo was born in 1871, and he died in 1941. His straight forceps brought him to fame, which he originally created to deal with successful application of forceps to the fetal head higher up in the pelvis. He sought to correct transverse arrests and asyncretism of the fetal head high in the pelvis through not only his augmented forceps, but also through alternative methods of forceps application. The Keelan forceps themselves are ingeniously crafted. The blades of the forceps have a gradual and less pronounced cephalic curve. Contrary to most teaching, the blades do have a pelvic curve. The blades actually have a fairly prominent heels and toes. The original blades were fenestrated, as were most forceps of this time, but Lucart's pseudo-fenestrated blades can also be seen on modern versions of the Keelan forceps. It is actually the angle of insertion of the shank into the blade that reverses the functional pelvic curve of the Keelan's forceps and allows this forceps to be such a good rotator. Also on the shank is a sliding lock, which allows the flattened shanks to move over each other. In so doing, the blades can be placed into position to make up for a moderate degree of asyncretism or extension. The prominent finger guards at the top of the handle are marked with directional markers. These markers are always designed to point towards the occiput and help keep the operator orientated for difficult applications and rotations. While Keelan originally published on use of his forceps for higher transverse arrests, the use of almost all obstetrical forceps at this station has been lost. I currently use these forceps for low rotations from the ROP, OP, and LOP positions, where their use is much more straightforward and offers a good alternative to left forceps rotation and manual rotation. Almost from a historical perspective, however, Keelan did describe three applications of this forceps. The classical or inversion technique employed insertion of the inverted anterior branch under the pubic bone, where it was eventually turned 180 degrees to lie across the parietal bone of the fetal head. This intrauterine rotation of the branch required some training, and there was risk of uterine rupture. In the wandering method, the forceps are placed in the more customary fashion into the pelvis, followed by wandering the blades into position. This, however, is no easy task for these long branches at a high station. Lastly, a difficult direct application is described where the anterior branch is placed almost from the posterior directly to the anterior parietal bone, again under the pubic arch. Following successful application, the forceps are then used to correct the asyncretism, flex the head, and then rotate the head to the anterior position from the transverse. The forceps can then either be removed or used to provide traction with maternal pushing 
to result in extraction of the fetal head. In my hands, I use Keelan forceps for rotation of the low fetal head from the occiput posterior positions. The forceps are placed into the pelvis in an almost upside-down sense, in that the directional markers need to point towards the occiput. This negates some of the benefit of the pelvic curve, but with the proper use of the contralateral hand for support and protection, each blade can be placed gently into the pelvis and then wandered into place similar to an occiput anterior position. Proper placement is confirmed, and here, at the time of articulation, the benefit of the sliding lock can be seen. Rotation occurs usually with the use of the dominant hand only. ROP positions are rotated clockwise, and LOP positions are rotated counterclockwise. Holding the handle in the palm of the dominant hand, the hand is turned at the wrist like a doorknob. The rotation is performed through a very narrow arch, much less than the Scanzoni maneuver, but slightly more than for left's forceps rotation. The key is for the rotation to occur in the plane of the pelvis. Also, for the lower head, occasionally the station has to be reduced with pressure towards the maternal head to allow room for rotation of the fetal head in the pelvis. With successful rotation, the directional markers should be facing the ceiling of the delivery room. The forceps can then be easily removed or used as tractors. For traction, it is important again to remember the lower angle of insertion of the shank into the blades and care should be taken to not overly elevate the handles during traction so as to avoid trauma to the posterior vagina or perineum from the now functional pelvic curve. Lastly, it is important to note that Keelan forceps are the forceps of choice to be used with certain brow anterior and mentum anterior face presentations. I'll save this particular use of the Keelan forceps for a separate podcast on management of these less common fetal presentations. All in all, Keelan forceps were invented for rotation. They continue to make great rotators to this day. A lot of discussion has occurred about their safe use for higher stations and transverse positions. However, their use with low and outlet rotations from the posterior positions are more straightforward. Comfort with Keelan forceps will also allow the experienced user to manage outlet deliveries of anterior face and brow presentations as well. And with that, we will wrap up this podcast. I hope that you found some new interest in the forceps of Keelan, and I encourage you to work them into your practice. You will find their versatility to be beneficial to you and your patients. For images of the forceps discussed in this segment of this series on obstetrical forceps, please check out our website, www.runningobstetrician.com. You can find the MP3 recordings of this podcast on the website as well, and of course, you can find us on iTunes. Until next time, take care, take it easy, and keep on running.